Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. Okay, I, I, Sean, this week, I have Max with us, and you, oh, I don't know, you may or may not be happy to know, it's more like letting you know, but uh, my apartment is not underwater. Uh, there was some concern yesterday that, that the stomper, uh, that the stomper had finally, like, I don't know, just, he had stomped so hard that there was a hole in the ceiling or something. Well, I'm glad to hear that that's not the case. Uh, I am yeah. celebrating you, uh, I'm celebrating this momentous occasion. By following the road to Idaho in my apartment. Nice. Um, is it's it, a tasty is it road. Paved? Oh, is it paved with blue turf, though? Uh, no, it's really more of like a straw yellow color. Oh, yeah. So kind of like potato colored? Like like Yukon gold? Uh, sure. We can call it that. Um, well, I, I don't think this is the podcast for potato takes. You'd have to go see our other ones. Our other one spuds this week. Yeah, our our sister podcast. Um, yeah, but no, we uh, we're here to talk about um, something that was mentioned in a podcast episode that you had been trying to get me to listen to for a while. I think. Oh um, yeah. Oh, was it in the one that I suggested to you? Yes, it was. Uh, okay. So the Slate Money podcast had an episode a few weeks ago uh, where the main topic of discussion was uh, self driving cars and and their their development and, and there was a, a guest who was an author of a book arguing essentially yeah. that um uh they're very dangerous and that the the technological progress that's made in terms of safety um is not promising and that they're likely you know is making the argument that they're likely to not ultimately be safer enough than human drivers to justify the immense amount of time and resources that tech uh tech companies are pouring into development hashtag person who wrote book has opinion yes but that's also not what we're here to talk about uh, no no one wants to talk about that no their secondary to topic um was the fact that there's there's a company out there um that had been running on essentially running on cash um and recently started issuing bonds yeah uh, bonds that were not rated very highly um, yeah. Oh, is not this, this going to be an episode of our, our 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 bonds podcast? You know, that's our brother podcast uh, coming out yeah. in June. I'm lying about that. Um, it's, it's 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 a play on another thing. It's called Bond of Brothers. It's it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty good. Wow, we are we've got the A plus banter this week. Um, yeah. No, it's it's a company uh, that does a, a phenomenon that I think the the hipster kids that use it call co working. Um, it, yeah. it's WeWork, uh, yeah. a company that holds an interesting place in our hearts, despite the fact that none of us have ever worked in a WeWork space, I believe. Is that correct? I mean, I went to that La Colombe coffee on like 14th street and I don't know, it's like V or T in DC. Um, but that is, but I don't think I was in the WeWork part, but they're connected. So for all I know, it's like. It's like one of those things where you you get like a contact high from it. I'm not sure <laughs> that that happened or not. 
I assume that's I assume that's how it works. Um, but yeah, I've I've never gone to one. Um, I mean, I I've 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 read books in a Starbucks before or something. That's a well, that <laughs> used to be really a co-work space, and and now it's, it's right not not a place for everybody. So to to start with a definition, in case you haven't uh, encountered the term co-working before, um, WeWork is a, a company that provides. Um, a sort of communal office space for people from different companies or, you know, whatever the situation may be. If you don't have the need to justify paying, you know, like full office rent, um, you know, paying for commercial real estate, then you can uh, rent space from WeWork. But the way yeah. that WeWork is different from other co-working companies is that they want to bring that Silicon Valley flair. So basically they just fill the office full of bougie hipster shit like beer and, you know, ping pong tables and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know. It, it's got a, I hated this word. You, you guys might've run in this too, but when I was going to presentations about employers, my fourth year of school, and then they weren't interviewing me because they said, oh, hi, you're a politics major. You, you might be able to read. That's about it. Um, they always talked about, oh, we have a collegial atmosphere and, and like all the Ooh. doors are open. It's like WeWork took that and they turned it up to 11 um, just, just because they could. Yeah. Uh, I think the fascinating thing about them too is that they, they – um, they don't even own the buildings. Like yes. they 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 sublet. They basically sublet these places and then spruce them up and and give them this this culture, which is and wild. Then, I just I can't stress enough. Yeah. Don't invest in WeWork. Yeah, I mean it's probably gonna work now because you know we don't know anything about investment. Um, That's fine. But, uh, but but like it's just it's, you can miss out on that one. Um, it, it's fascinating and. Uh, on the same podcast but different episode there was someone on there who talked about doing it was a WeWork type but more for freelancers so somehow it's like even more down the rabbit hole but <laughs> I think the interesting thing is you know Max when we mentioned WeWork to you uh, you kind of had a thing in your mind um, which is not what WeWork is you had a, another similar company in mind which is Regis yes and how would you describe Regis, on the other hand? Uh, I've been to a Regis or two, and they're basically just a, you know, typical bland office space. Yeah. So, would you um, say, so it... There's no frills. I mean, there was a coffee machine. Yeah. I guess that's frilly. So, no yeah, culture. Some really. conference rooms and yeah. some desks. Yeah, no, it's not like a cultural space. It's a space for people who work remotely but don't necessarily have a space to work in their home mm-hmm. to go and work uh theoretically in quiet yeah uh, with other people around perhaps but it's 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 not there's no emphasis on like the social aspects of it as far as i know where it yeah. sounds like we work is more like you know come drink beer and play ping pong on your company's dime maybe <laughs> it so kind of seems like that yeah and and i would say uh you know the two differences, the, the thing I notice is the, the cultural aspect, the social aspect. I I recall when I first heard about WeWork was probably right when I was leaving school, somewhere around then, and people 
I would call the the creative class, so to speak, um, of friends I had living in Brooklyn. Because of course, um, they mentioned going to WeWork, and they were that's like where the person worked at the time. And the ideas you were with around other creative, entrepreneurial, spirited folks, mm-hmm. and that would rub off. But you'd, <clears throat> it really seemed like it was less about whatever work you were doing and more about the work you with these other people also doing other work would, would somehow, something would germinate, which is kind of weird going back to, again, we were, how is we were making any money? Right. But I don't think that's what you, I mean, ultimately the, the thing I, uh, I think about is would this be a place that, that I'd want to work? And that's kind of the question I'd ask of you two. Um, and, and Max, you didn't, you didn't have an idea of how we work worked, so to speak. Um, but you do know how this other one, and you expressed that it was, you know, not a bad atmosphere for you. Yeah, I, I like to work around other people. So mm-hmm. for me, that, that aspect of it seemed pretty good. Um, but if it's like a party atmosphere, I don't know. It's, it's starting to sound like you're trying to work, you know, in a bar or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> haven't you seen those things where people go on boats, like, at 6 a.m. in the morning, and that's, like, they're, like parties before work i don't think there's drinking but there's like edm and it's another thing that is done in new york it's it's not it's not for our you know boring you know bland bologna sandwiches at our desks types with our with our ties and our our pleated (laughs) chinos i actually do none of that stuff though i would love a bologna sandwich every now and again (laughs) underrated uh but yeah, I think I think part of it, and the thing with these two, the Regis mentality and the WeWork is, it maybe part of it is is it's outdated to to think that I go to work and, you know, maybe it's good to to wave to to Steve down the way and ask him a question, but at the end of the day, I'm kind of working in my space, and I'm not I'm not expecting noise. I'm not expecting anything else. It's just if I have a question, I might engage with someone, but. You know, it's it's not. Oh yeah, let's talk about this while playing ping pong. Yeah, and I still so like I, I know that I place a really high value on, you know, the people in an office, and so like we work. I feel like if I were going to be in a situation where I was not in like a permanent office, I would just default to going to coffee shops and being you know a, a good. Um, a good tenant of those places as i believe we've talked about before um but i i also recognize you know and i guess you can't necessarily just do this like for an hour if you need it but like i also get that there are certain things like if you have to be on like a conference call it's probably not great to be at a coffee shop where there's a bunch of noise um so like i i think i probably don't work as well when i'm not around other people but i for that reason like i i kind of prefer just being at home where where it can be quiet you know if i want to have you know if i want to have like espn on in the background and i glance over at every half an hour or something yeah. you know i can do that um but i i'd like i really like the permanent office i like having you know certainly we've done an episode about this before like i love having a a space that i know is mine um i have it set up in such a way that 
you know, that I feel like I can work best and that it also feels sort of like a little mini home at work. Um, so like, I, I don't think we work would be for me at all. Yeah. I, the thing I, that I consider, and I'm not even sure I would go to a coffee shop or, or something. I, I think that one thing, Max, it sounds like other people working is, is important to you. And I, I do want to ask you about that. Uh, but that's weird. Um, the, I don't I don't even need to go to a coffee shop for like an hour to get a little shot of oh there are other people here I, I feel like when I'm working I either need to focus or I need a distraction because I was too focused and I don't feel like I need other people to do that like when I've worked from home before I'll usually you know have a task that I can do like make coffee every now and again or or, or uh, work on making bread and the thing is is that serves a similar purpose to like when I'm at work and I might go walk over and say hey to a coworker it has nothing to do with work but it's just kind of like reset my mind I'm, I'm frustrated about something or I don't want to do it and if the idea is people need some kind of stimulation to to keep them going to, to, to keep them awake or to keep them from getting frustrated I think that both these examples Regis and um you know, we work offer that. It's just, does it, does it accentuate some of your bad habits? Uh, is that something that you think about with with Max? Like, if you if you're someone who is very easily distracted, the ping pong table being right there, and other people who are are maybe hyperactive in certain ways, that that seems like it might be bad. I think it could be bad for some people. Um, I don't think it's particularly bad for me, but I recognize that. Uh, working in different environments is totally dependent on what I'm working on. Yeah. And on any given day, that's going to be different. So I, um, I don't know if there's a universal answer to that. I mean, how often are you, I know, uh, you know, I know friend of the, the podcast freaking contributor, Kevin. Um, I think his work is more individualized than basically anything I've ever done. But I would never say that I'm really working in, in a team. There might be pieces, parts that come together at the end, but I'm not sitting in a room with four people and we're all contributing to the same item or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get the sense that the two of you are kind of similar. Uh, Max, you might be more individualized than me. Do you, do, you think, do you think you would feel differently about being in such close quarters with people if you had more of that collaborative kind of collegial type of thing going on yeah i mean i I think if you're if you're referring to like pair development or team development yeah which are things that people do nowadays where you'll all be in a room you know working on the same bit of code or something like Mm -hmm. that rather than checking it afterwards yeah um i guess you're asking if i if i'd want to be around people if that were the work i was yeah i mean you Uh, you seem you seem more towards the the regis type thing which is i imagine you kind of it's you're renting an office as opposed to renting a a collaborative space. I just I think I think for me it's it's that I like to have social interaction mm-hmm. regularly. So I like to have people around me regardless of who they are or what they're doing. Sure. I mean it helps if I know them obviously, but if I have those social interactions built into my calendar in work, I don't necessarily need them separated. 
So, uh, Abby, that's you bring up you bring up another thing, Sean. I I know how I would probably approach this, but what is the specter to you of if you go to a space like WeWork where you kind of have to inter? I assume you kind of have to interact with the other people. That's that's a very like immediately kind of intimate social situation. I hate everything about it. Yeah. I'm not gregarious enough to do that. I mean, I think it would. I don't know that I'm. It's not a. It's not a shyness. It's more an aloofness. Like I have. <laughs> I. I have no time for you. Uh, you know, you're wearing your watch on your right hand. I don't really care why. I'm not going to talk to you. Stuff like that. It's not that it's, I can't talk to you. It's that I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I. I okay. kind of feel the same way. So, we've talked about. We work and this idea of co-working and, and you know a communal space with uh, with people who are are also working but just not necessarily for the same people that you are. Um, yeah. You know, there's a uh, sort of a concurrent phenomenon starting to happen in some places that I imagine you could predict um, called We Live. Two places. Yes. Oh. One of them is very close to where Pierce and I are right now. Oh, really? Yeah, Crystal City. Oh, well, no, no one lives there. That's that's a joke, right? We live there. Crystal City? <laughs> no one lives in Crystal City. Oh, no, we live there. Uh, oh. There's a we live there. <laughs> oh, another one? There's only two. No, no, no. And, uh, do they have another one at we live? Uh, a- anyways. Oh, uh, my God. All right, we're, I... we're downgraded to B-minus banter. <laughs> um, no, I... I just so that's like almost that's like a that's like a dorm but where they suggest you drink alcohol in it. Yeah, so here here's my take on this. I would infinitely rather we work than we live. That whole phenomenon just sounds fucking exhausting. Yes. It's I, kind of what it's kind of like what I think from uh you know, just from kind of remembering time spent around much older relatives like much older we live strikes me like it's an assisted living facility for people in their 20s yeah like so here's the thing because we discussed people work differently and and you god knows people live differently yeah oh so and that's 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 the point if you go to a we work space i think you kind of accept like you know that there's a culture, but it's just during the workday. If you don't work well there, if you work really well with headphones on and stuff and in silence, that's not going to be a place for you. The problem with the we live is like you might have an idea of how it works, but there could be that just as people, you know, you live in a house of four um, and it's random or something, and and there's that one roommate that is just really weird. What if there's and a stomper? Yeah, what if, what if it's that, but it's someone that you share your kitchen with, you share these spaces with, and they're really weird. And I think there's this idea of you'll have a, um, you know, you kind of have, have a uh, figuring out the common good for everybody. And that one person is going to throw off the variable entirely, as opposed to the we work, which is you don't have to go there every day. You can, you know, stop doing it. I don't know how long their contracts work and everything, but that's, you know, there's... There's there are only so many situations you deal with at work because at the end of the day it's it's the way you get paid, but I mean, 
I think people live with a lot fewer rules in in certain circumstances. And if you can't handle somebody who is, you know, always making fish, like if that if that gets to you, or someone who is always trying to get people to take shots with them before going out, uh, I think you might be <laughs> conflating it with like any sort of random roommate situation. Um, the we live is like a building; it's like an apartment building. Yeah. That with a huge focus on the community features. Yeah, but no, the no, rooms I, or I, units are still private. I understand, okay, but there, okay. there is, uh, yeah, because you could get a random roommate that likes to make fish in this apartment. I, I think it's more of the cultural thing. It's the type of person who wants but to you're live in that place. That, yeah, you're sharing that kitchen, and I'm saying, yeah, yeah, not if you get a one bedroom. Oh, I thought a lot of it was. There are a lot of shared spaces. There's a lot of shared space, but I, I'm yeah. under the impression that you still have your own unit and then there's shared spaces that you're expected to use because my, you're expected to fit into the culture my point is is there's a balance of are you living alone or are you living with other people in this case you're living with a lot of other people yes and different people might have different expectations and having different expectations of how your home works is very different than having different expectations of your you know workspace if someone if someone moves if someone comes to a we workspace expecting a regis space or vice versa that's something that you can change more quickly and put up with but if my we workspace is also where my uh you know my bed is and all my clothes and all my value all my belongings and you know i expected a regis space it's going to get really testy a lot more quickly so yeah. i'm with i'm with sean which is like Oh, oh, oh I'll, 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 hand, I'll handle oh, yeah. a WeWork space. Oh, the WeLive sounds terrible. It's yeah. like some sick cross between like a, a college dorm and a youth hostel. But <laughs> if you were, so I would, I would say that, well, I, you know, I can only speak for myself. I am not part of the creative class. I am almost certainly not part of the entrepreneurial class. Maybe it will come to me at some point. But if I was a member of that set. That might be, you know, if, if the expectation was like, hey, this is kind of a communal space, communal living space, and people here are really thinking outside the box, and they need that, that stimulates me, and I need that stimulation all the time, not just at work, that does sound great, but it goes into the whole, you know, this is some of the better advice I've, I've, I've ever gotten, which is, you know, it's important to always manage expectations and, and talk about them and know what they are with you and, and people that you value or, or giving you direction. If the expectations you go into there are wrong, even if it sounds really good, if, if you're kind of let down, if they're all, you know, spinster types, um, male or female or otherwise spinster types, that's not going to that's not going to work for you. Yeah. Um, also, if I'm reading this GQ feature on We Live correctly, uh, there shared might be kitchens. a New Yorker one too. Shared kitchens. There's a New York one. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I'm shared very... kitchens for. Th- Actually, never mind. I'm not going to say the sentence. Um, I, I would like both of you to venture a guess as to uh, what the uh, the monthly rate at a We Live studio apartment in new york is now thirty four hundred dollars what's that thirty four hundred dollars okay pierce i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 2750 i'm 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 gonna be wrong wrong. uh let's see so give me give me one second like pretty sure it's thirty four hundred dollars but uh it is not is that the one bedroom rate the uh no it's probably the closet rate 
I don't know what the median uh, studio apartment rent in New York City is, especially in the financial district. Uh, but the monthly rate at 110 Wall Street, the We Live facility, is $3,520 a month. Wow. Oh, okay. So it's pretty close. Yeah. You were so, very yeah, close. Enjoy, also known enjoy as a great your... big shit pile of money. It must have gone up a little bit in the two weeks since I last checked. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and <laughs> enjoy your, your Oh, your maybe there, it's a studio plus, so maybe there's a slight difference. Maybe the, the yeah. studio is 34. Well, enjoy your, your fancy, your fancy uh, what is like I will commune not. type living on, on the island that is built on trash. I will enjoy not. That. I will not go live on a yuppie ashram. Yeah. Ooh, Yuppie Ashram. That's another band name. I'm writing that one down. I, Yuppie I Ashram. I already did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I, I think part of it is, is ultimately I don't really want to work at a Regis. I don't want to work at a WeWork. I, I like I, I like the, the traditional office thing, even if it's spruced up like we've talked before. You don't have set desks or it's kind of collaborative space. I, though I, I like... I like being able to have time away to focus and also have it be semi-permeable at, 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 at least of I can focus or I can interact with people. But if, if it's one of those where I don't have a permanent office and people are all over the country, I'm just going to work from home because you know I can make it my space and I don't know, have more time to clean shit, which is really important to me. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if most of the people in the We Live facility work from the We Live facility. Is that is that the idea? Oh, we work I, from. The, I, I hope not. Dear God, okay. I, I I thought that was kind of the the point. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was an extension of like I always feel the the Googles and the Apples, the Google specifically is oh come you know come work at Google. You have the cafeterias at Google, and there's rock climbing gyms at Google, and there's and there's pools at Google, and you can go live in the Google houses, and you get on the Google have... shuttle to take you to the Googleplex. Oh. And it's like they encourage you to have a Google family, and it's this whole thing is all in one bundle of, like, work-life balance goes away because it's just all work. Work is life. And I thought that that's what the We Live facility was trying to facilitate, but for people who don't work for Google. I think they're just making life work. Hey. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh All right. yeah so so yeah let us know great great our banter for the day um no probably probably don't let us know that it's going to be depressing for us i mean if you've had success in these we we want to know I we mean, do want to know I've that people we just that don't have. want banner grades because we've yeah. dropped steadily down from a plus at the beginning yeah um but yeah if you have thoughts on co-working co-living um uh companies trying to bring the google lifestyle to places where google is not uh come find us on facebook or twitter at pretty okay pod and uh tell us about it looking mm-hmm. forward to hearing from you in the meantime it's time once again as it is every week for pierce is sorry what are you apologizing for this week i think that there are a lot of ways for people to get involved in their communities and today we're recording this i believe it's may 7th it Um, is there are some very important primaries across the united states especially in ohio i think indiana um other localities but you don't even have to go out and vote to get involved in your community 
one thing you can do is be observant. So this week, I want to talk about a moment when I was observant in my community. There is a, there's a traffic light uh, near me. For purposes of reporting fully, it is on Lee Highway and Pollard. Lights, as I think, Max, you well know, um, there is some of them are on sensors and some of them are on timers. This particular light, which is next to a busy intersection, is on a timer. And Lee Highway is a very busy street, all things considered around here, as far as non-highways go. Pollard has a car, I don't know, every three hours that uses it, um, at least coming from there. But there's a stoplight anyways that is effectively a four-way intersection. Um, So I recently, at the urgent uh, in part of Kevin, because we discussed this light before, I decided to also get involved in my community and point this out to the powers that may be. So I proceeded to write a note. Arlington County, Virginia has a very nice uh, uh, online portal where you can report this stuff. Um, And so I did that. What I'm apologizing for this week is, is... I, you know, I have to. I have to consider that some people probably do use that light, and um, they probably don't want people being critical uh, of them or, or who don't understand their story more fully. Um, so I'm apologizing this week because, in very tiny print, when I went to submit the uh, the uh, this complaint or whatever you might call it, in very tiny print, it says basically check out as guest. And I instead created a username and put my name on it. So now, in my relatively small community, if they see that comment, those people on Pollard can come, I don't know, egg my house or something. So, as always (laughs) on this podcast, I apologize for failing to read and potentially causing community squabbles by trying to get involved and solve, solve. I was trying to think of other people that this affects, but instead Mm -hmm. it's going to be a very personal you know, uh, harm to others potentially. Congratulations! And know how to find me. You've become Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec, uh, nailing uh, zero star real life Yelp reviews on vegan <laughs> restaurants with his name and home address on them. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Good thing work. is, is I would I would have a discussion with someone about it, but like if you if you put your name on something on the internet, like the whole point of the internet is to not put your name on things. <laughs> and so I, I did that and they're probably, well, this jerk, like, oh, I'll try to, yeah. you know, push us around the, the Pollard, the Pollard sub community. <laughs> RR slash Pollard. <laughs> oh God. Uh, all right. Well, we'll close with a big idea from pop culture. Um, and, uh, over the weekend, I did a thing I hadn't done in a while, and I'm very happy about it. Um, I hadn't supported my local uh, record-selling establishments in a bit, um, so I went out and I bought some records. I bought a CD. Unfortunately, I couldn't find uh, I couldn't find the vinyl version of our beloved Hopalong album. Um, used some Hopalong for this week's music. Um, yeah. But what I want to celebrate is um, an album by a band called Batfangs. And it's a two-piece band. Uh, the, the front woman is uh, Betsy Wright, who uh, is, in the rest of her time, the bass player for 
a beloved Washington, D.C. area rock band called X-Hex. X-Hex. And uh, X-Hex is already just like a good rockin' band. And Batfangs like cranks up the distortion a little more. And I listened to it on Sunday while I was putting together some furniture. And I just, I really love it. Speaking of yucky ashram, uh, talk about uh, putting together furniture while listening to vinyl. I think that's what a yucky <laughs> ashram is. I mean, uh, it wasn't from no, IKEA, so uh, I I actually adore Betsy Wright and stood behind her at a um, at a Angel Olsen concert. Oh yes, and I remember the story if, now. And I uh, I was telling the friend that I was there with, I was like, oh. Oh, this this is the bass. This she's in she's in Batfangs. <laughs> she's the bass player in XX, and the, the friend just looked at me like, "Okay, what does that mean?" I was like, "Yeah, they, you know, it's this band. It, it's it's very cool. You should listen to them. They opened for Spoon. I can't see them in a couple weeks because I'm seeing Spoon again. Um, but but then the the lead guitarist and vocalist is is also very cool with uh, people in Sleater Kenny, and then lo and behold, the other." Uh, that that woman showed up later, and I I almost almost lost it. I didn't say hello because I, it's one of those things where you don't know what to say once you see them. But yeah, yeah both great bands. And Betsy they're seeing a concert. You don't great. necessarily want to disrupt their experience. Uh, exactly. But I do also want to celebrate just for myself. I so I bought this Bad Fangs album at Sidetracks, uh, which is a great record store in Charlottesville, um, and it's run by this guy named Cal who. I occasionally run into at concerts. Um, there was one time, I think it was like the fall of 2016 that I went on like an unholy concert bender. Um, and I was at enough shows that he and I like wound up talking a couple times, uh, like at the bar at the Jefferson. And he like recognized, I guess like recognized me by my hat. And was like, you haven't been in my store recently. And I was like, Oh shit, I'm going to fix that. Um, but like I, occasionally just like i want his life just like mm-hmm. you know operate a cool record store um and as i brought this record up to the counter i get this awesome little dopamine hit because he expressed approval for bat fangs i was like yes the cool guy thinks yeah. i'm cool yeah i just i, oh, I like that, that. A great feeling. i like that that's a much better way to get stay involved in your community and and support support you know local <laughs> capitalism yes as opposed to me you know complaining about these these public goods like a yep you know like a chump yeah a chump with c plus banter c plus all banter. right um anything you guys want to add before we get out of here max how's aqualung oh okay. congratulations and that is how you end on a bad opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that is the end of the show. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty okay Pod, or drop us a line at itsprettyokay at gmail.com if you want to let us know what you think. You can get this and every episode of the show at our home on the web, www.prettyokaypod.com, where we also have uh, occasional writings. Ian just sent us another uh, another song review, so that'll be up shortly. Um, I've been reading stuff, so uh, we're due for a Link Stravaganza. Um, if that's not quite your jam, uh, you can 
get our feed. You can subscribe so you never miss an episode. You get episodes delivered directly to your device of choice every week. Uh, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or most other places that you listen. Um, if you do that, please do us a favor. Leave a rating, review, uh, leave a comment, something like that. Um, or if you have friends that you think might be interested in what we're doing, uh, do us a favor and, and tell them about us. Um, we would love to share what we do with them as well. We'll be back again next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. Max. Thanks for listening.